Welcome to the Sikha this week in Project Lakota Siches. We're learning Sikha Beis of Parshas Vayigash, page 151. This is a Sikha where the Rebbe will discuss a Rashi. And this is after Yosef uh, discloses himself to his brothers and is sending them back to his father. And the Pasuk here tells us with what Yosef sent his brothers to his father. So to his father, he sent the following. Ten donkeys carrying from the good things of Mitzrayim. And ten female donkeys. So Rashi brings the two words of the Pasuk, and explains as follows. He sent this amount. What's the amount he sent? The ten donkeys that it says in the Pasik. That's it. That's the Rashi. So seemingly we could say, what is Rashi coming to clarify here in the Pasik? The question Rashi has is, the Tevas Kazais, this word Kazais is an extra word. The Pasik should have said, He sent to his father ten donkeys. That word kazais is totally extra. You see what he sent? Lochem Farish. So therefore Rashi says Shatevas Kazais, the word Kazais Pirusha, Kekhajbin Hazekhulu, the following amount. So Rashi is saying the Pasik is coming to clarify that he sent the following amount. What exactly is the Pasik letting you know of this? I know Shabzem Madgisha Koso. With this the Pasik emphasizes Shahoya Kekhajbin Hazeh. That it was this specific amount that it says here in the Pasuk that he sent. Not less and not more. And the gam, and no other gifts were sent to his father that is not mentioned in the Pasuk. That's the word kazais to specify and say it's specifically this that he sent to his father. Aval This Pshat Rashi is very difficult to understand. Why would I think that Yosef sent something not the way it's explicitly explained in the Pasuk? And the Pasuk has to emphasize and say that no, Yosef did send exactly this amount. Even if it would not say the following, He sent his father the donkeys and so on. Would be obvious that this is what he sent. So other Mepharshim say that what Rashi means is as follows. The extra word of Kazais is So it, it tells us that he actually did not send the ten donkeys and the ten female donkeys. This is what the Pasuk is saying. He sent to his father, loaded up in wagons, the following. In other words, like this amount, the amount that you would have to load up 10 donkeys, that's the amount, the load that he loaded up the wagons with. But he never sent these donkeys. The chamayra that I mentioned in the Pasik are just telling you the weight or the load that he sent loaded up in wagons. That's the idea, that's the meaning of the word kazais. Aval the Pashtas came Rashi. Simply you can't learn Rashi this way. Rashi says it's this amount. 
And then Rashi goes on to say, the Pasuk will tell you what that amount is. The meaning of the word cheshben is a number, an amount. If Rashi is coming to explain and clarify that he did not send this amount and these donkeys that are mentioned in the Pasuk, he sent the load that ten donkeys could carry. Rashi shouldn't have said cheshben, the amount. Rashi should have said this load that he loaded up the wagons. So in the language of Rashi, it's pretty clear that he does not mean to say that he sent the load of this amount. And even more specifically, from the simple language of the Pasuk itself, he sent the ten donkeys carrying the load. He sent donkeys. If Rashi here is explaining the Pasik in a way that it takes the Pasik out of a simple Pshat, Rashi would have written this in a clear fashion that it would be clear for even a child learning this to see that he's changing from the simple meaning of the way the Pasik is said. So the fact that Rashi doesn't say this, it's clear that Rashi means that he actually sent the donkeys the way it's described in the Pasuk. So our question remains, what is Rashi explaining here? Also, there are the following questions on Rashi. Why is Rashi quoting from the Pasuk the word Shalach? According to the Pshat that we're saying, the word that's bothering Rashi, that's extra, is the word kazais. After Rashi says the following amount, Rashi repeats it and says again as a question, What is that amount? The ten donkeys. Why doesn't Rashi say shorter? The following number, the following amount, the ten donkeys. Why is Rashi repeated a second time? What is this cheshben? Then Rashi brings what it says in the Pasuk, he sends him from the good things in Mitzrayim. And Rashi explains two pshatim. In the Gemara we find, He sent him wine, old wine, That older people enjoy, have pleasure from drinking this. So that's what he sent his father. In the Medrash it says, Split beans is what he sent to his father. So in this Rashi, we need to understand the following. Aleph, the first thing is, Whenever Rashi brings two different interpretations in one subject. One pshat would not suffice to explain the details of the Pasuk. The questions you have on one pshat are not on the second pshat, so therefore you bring both. The first pshat Rashi brings is always closer to the simpler pshat than the second pshat. That's why he brings it first. So, over here the question is, Why is Rashi bringing two different interpretations of what the good things in Mitzrayim are? And how is the first pshat, that he sent him old wine, better and closer to the pshat of the Pasuk than the second pshat, that he sent him split beans? 
Phase. Another question here is Darkish or Rashi It's Rashi's style of writing in most places. He brings a pshat from the from the Medrash. He quotes it as our our rebbes, our teachers darshan. or similar. Usually, when Rashi brings a second pshat, Rashi would say another pshat. Usually, does not tell you from where he's quoting his pshat in the Gemara, whether he's taking from Gemara or Medrash. Here in this Rashi, in the first pshat Rashi tells you, you find this in the Gemara, and then, second pshat comes from the Medrash. Over here, knowing the source of the two pshatim he brings, will give you a better understanding of these pshatim. What does it add to the understanding of the pshatim itself? By adding the sources. The third question on this Rashi is, When Rashi quotes the pshat from the Gemara and the pshat from the Medrash, there's a difference in the way Rashi quotes it. Aleph, number one. In the first pshat, Rashi explains why did Yosef decide to send old wine. And he explains, and the older people enjoy it. In the second pshat, Rashi does not explain why Yosef chose to send split beans. In the first pshat, Rashi writes, We find this in the Gemara. The word matsinu we find in the Gemara is extra. In the second pshat, Rashi doesn't say we find in the Medrash, he just says this is the Medrash. Rashi would have, should have used this the more common language. The Gemara explains why is Rashi use the expression matsinu we find in the Gemara. Gimel, another detail here. That he sent him old wine. Those two words, In this Rashi, he's coming to explain what is Tuv Mitzrayim. And for that, all Rashi has to say is that the meaning of Tuv Mitzrayim is Yayin Yoshan, old wine. There's a mistake here, and it says Pirish Aleph. Like Rashi writes in the second shot, he doesn't say he sent him split beans, he just says the Medrash says that Tuv Mitzrayim is Grisun Shopul. So we have two Rashis here, two very unassuming, simple, short Rashis that the Rebbe asks all these questions here. The first Rashi, it's not understood at all what Rashi is coming to say. And seemingly, Rashi is addressing the extra word of Kazais, but it's not clear exactly what he's explaining. And in the second Rashi, Rashi brings these two pirushim, old wine, or split beans, and Rashi quotes it from the Gemara and the Medrash, and the Rebbe will explain exactly why Rashi brings these two pirushim and the way Rashi quotes it. So the explanation in all this is as follows. The question that Rashi has over here in this Pasik, It's not only the fact that the word kazais is extra. Yeah, that as well, but that's not only that. There's a general question to be asked over here on the whole story that it explains here that Yosef sent his father the ten donkeys carrying from the good things of Mitzrayim. What's the question? It's told in the parasha, 
Yosef told his brothers, Quickly go up to your father and tell him, After you tell your father that I'm here, that I'm still alive in Mitzrayim, quickly bring him down to Mitzrayim. And the chain, Keshakel Nishma Beis Paregaymer, Lehmer, Boachi Yosef. When Pare finds out that the brothers of Yosef came, so Oz, what happens? Go bring your father and let come to me. They should immediately return to Mitzrayim with Yaakov their father. And therefore Pare says, Yosef, he commands Yosef to tell his brothers, Go and take wagons for your children, for your wives, and carry your families and bring them, come back here. And the Gam Yosef and Pare adds as well, Don't mind all of your furniture and dishes, you don't have to schlep them all here to Mitzrayim. You'll have the best of Mitzrayim that I'll provide for you. Why is he saying this? He wants to remove anything that might stand in their way of coming quickly to Mitzrayim. So therefore, since they're only returning to Mitzrayim for a short period of time, all having in mind to immediately come back to Mitzrayim, so they don't need that much grain, that much food. They just need food for the way. That that time that it'll take them to go and, and tell their father and gather all their belongings to come down to Mitzrayim. So this is much less wheat and much less grain that they would need than when they came back to Mitzrayim the first time. Then they also took food for the way, but they needed much more because they were staying in Eretz Yisrael. But now that they're coming to Mitzrayim immediately, they needed much less grain. So this is the basic and general question that we have, and the Psukim over here as follows. The Pasuk describes that Yosef followed Pari's orders and he gave his brothers exactly what he said. That you should load your animals with Pirishashi Tvua, he loaded them with Tvua, the Gamtseidel Aderech, and like Pare told him, he gave them the food for the way, and then besides that, he added even more that Pare didn't tell him, and sent to his father, ten donkeys, and the Eser Asainis, and another ten donkeys, carrying food and bread, and a, a lot of different things that he sent to his father. So the question over here is, why is Yosef adding and sending all of this to his father? If anyways, his father is coming back down to Mitzrayim immediately. That was the plan and that was what the Pari asked for. And that's what Yosef said, that you're bringing your father right back. So why is he sending all this food to his father and all these extra things that he doesn't need for now? That's the basic question that we have here in the parsha. So to answer this, in the few short words of Rashi, the way Rashi explains the word kazais that seems to be extra in the Pasik, this general question becomes answered. That Yosef sent to his father like the following amount. The Kavanosai, what Rashi is explaining here is, when the Torah writes this word kazais, this amount, 
It's not referring to what it says afterwards in the Pasuk, which you see, you see exactly what, it, what the amount is, 10 donkeys and so on. Like this amount, which is There's an amount that you know from what it says before. From what it says already in the Pasuk before. There, there's a reason why Yosef sent this amount to his father, even though the Chayre wasn't needed at that point, but it's based on something that we already read before, as the Rebbe will explain. And this word Kazais is explaining why Yosef sent this amount, because it's based on something that Yosef saw before, and therefore he sent this amount. What is it that Yosef saw, and why does he send this amount? So the explanation is as follows. And the Psukim before the Taita tells us, Shapari Tzivas Yosef, Pari tells his brother, Yosef to tell his brothers, Load up your animals. Hainu meaning, Shapari Bishomak Yahem Achei Yosef. When Pari heard that the brothers of Yosef came down to Mitzrayim, this Eir, Biyachas Eileyem, Me'en Yachsele Yosef. He was awakened with a certain uh, closeness or a certain relation to them, similar to what Yosef has to his brothers. He felt like he wanted to show them a certain connection and appreciation, and therefore he wanted to give them gifts. He should give his brothers the food to load up the donkeys, and it's going to be a matona for Yaakov and his family. That's what Pari was doing here. Pari was misoider to give a gift. So if that's what happened here, so we can now understand the im Pari. If Pare, when he hears about the brothers of Yosef, and he hears about the fact that Yosef has a brother living in Eretz Canaan, he became inspired to the extent that he sent all these matonis to Yaakov. It says, but it should be So, most definitely Yosef himself, that it's only appropriate that he as well should send gifts to his father. And he should send more than Pare. His brothers are going to come back to their father and they're going to say, here, these are the gifts that Pare sent. And what did Yosef send? So of course it's appropriate that even though the, the plan is that he's coming right back to Mitzrayim, so there's no point in sending anything, but if Pare is showing his closeness by sending these gifts, so Yosef is sending gifts as well and even more than Pare. And therefore the Pasik says, To his father, Yosef, decided on his own initiative to send extra things, more than what Pare told him, this amount, similar to what Pare sent. The same number that Pare sent, which is Asar Chamayrim, 10 donkeys, as the Rebbe will explain and point out from where we see that Pare sent the number 10. So Yosef was sending the same amount. And in addition to sending the number 10, like Pare sent, he added double and also sent 10 female donkeys filled with good things of Mitzrayim. So the Kazais refers back to what Yosef saw, the way Pare responded and the way he was sending gifts. So Kazais, Yosef responded in the same way and said, it's only appropriate that I should send the same amount and double that. This was all as a gift. This was not to feed them. 
It wasn't necessary to give them the food to feed them because they're coming back to Mitzrayim. But this was all to be sent as a gift, like Pare did. Therefore, Rashi brings from the Pasuk the word Sholach. Rashi is not only coming to explain the word, the extra word Kazais, but Rashi is coming to explain the Sholach Kazais. Yosef took his own initiative in addition to what Pare told him and sent gifts to his father. Shalach Kazais, that's the, the point that Rashi is coming to address and explain here. Now, the Rebbe will explain from where do we see that the amount that Pare sent was in the number of 10 and therefore Yosef is sending Kazais in the same amount. So Rashi continues. What is that amount that Yosef saw Pare sent? The number 10. When Rashi emphasizes this again, based on what we explained, that what Yosef sends is the same amount of the gifts that Pare sent, you might have the following question. Why are we saying that Pare sent this amount of 10? It was all the brothers of Yosef, including Binyamin as well, were all there in Mitzrayim. So presumably they all came with their donkey. So therefore you have 11 donkeys here in Mitzrayim to send back 11 donkeys loaded with good things from Mitzrayim. So if Pare tells Yosef, load up your animals, shouldn't we assume that that's 11 donkeys that were loaded with what Pare commanded Yosef to give them? How could we say that when Yosef says that I'm sending kazais, like the same amount as Paroi, Kechesh ben Azeh, Shosholach Paroi, Harei Mefurish, Yosef, Sholach, Rak, Chesh Meshul Asara. V'lo Yedalaf, Yosef sent less. He only sent 10 donkeys loaded, and not 11. V'chein Kaysev Rashi. So therefore Rashi emphasizes and says again, U'mahu Achesh ben, what is this amount that I'm talking about that Yosef saw? Asara. It's actually 10. V'hadgish, to emphasize, Shazeh hu Achesh ben. This is actually the amount. He sent only 10 donkeys. And what Yosef sent was the same in the number as Pare sent. So the question is though, why is it the same? The But the question is, weren't there 11 brothers? So they have 11 donkeys. So then we'll have to assume that Paroi only told them to load up 10 of the 11 donkeys. What happened to the 11th donkey? It says, load up your donkeys, all of them. It doesn't make any distinction. It doesn't say, leave one out. So why are we even going to say that he only sent, that Paroi, that is, only sent 10 donkeys? But the explanation to this is understood from what we see in the previous psukim. It's so simple and obvious that Rashi does not have to explain this. What does it say before? The first time they came down to Mitzrayim, so Yaakov, so Yosef, that is, held back Shimon with him. Didn't allow him to go back to his father. And since it was a hunger in Eretz Canaan, had he moved on to Avshikiv as Shimon, although he held back Shimon with him, but had Mashkim, he's holding Shimon as a collateral that'll come back. But the Ain Inyan Akiv but he didn't hold back his donkey. 
Shimon's donkey went back to Eretz Yisrael. Ubevada leikiv es chamayrei. Kiyim hitin es chamayr b'mazon lepanasas avu b'bnei beisoy ve'echav lakhu itam. The brothers went back to Eretz Yisrael and they took Shimon's donkey loaded with food back to their father. They needed to have all the space possible to load up with food for the hunger in Eretz Yisrael. So even if he held back Shimon, he didn't hold back his donkey. So now, when they came back the second time, they came back with ten donkeys. So they only came ten of them and ten donkeys. So if so, when Padek commands them to fill up your animals, to go back and bring gifts to Yaakov, how many donkeys are there? Only ten, because Shimon's donkey is not here. In the footnote, the Rebbe explains why would we assume that Shimon went out and bought another donkey. The Rebbe explains that in the footnote. But it comes out that we see clearly that there were only 10 donkeys here. And it's that amount, Kazais, that Yosef also sent gifts to his father and then he doubled it. He sent uh, the Chamayim and the Yasinus. That's the Pshat in the Rashi of Kazais. Now the Rebbe goes on to the next Rashi, where Rashi explains what exactly is Tuv Mitzrayim that he sent. Now, we understand that he's sending over here a gift. He's not sending him food that he needs to eat. But he's sending him a gift in the honor of his father. Not for the hunger. In order to honor his father appropriately and fully, he's sending a gift, like in a gift, where you want to show your honor, that it's, you see in the gift itself that it's being sent for the honor of his father. And therefore Rashi in his first pshat says, What does it mean that he sent from the good of Mitzrayim? He sends him old wine, that older people enjoy. Meaning, he sends something that will be a pleasure for his father. And he doesn't send him something which Yaakov needs for, the, uh, for food because of the uh, hunger. So he's sending him wine to show him something pleasure, to show, show honor as a gift for his father. That's the first pshat that Rashi brings. Ah, however, Rashi doesn't stay just with this pshat. Yes, this pshat fits into the context of the psukim here. And it's well understood why he sent specifically wine to his father. Because he wasn't sending him things for eating. He was sending him something of pleasure to show his honor, a gift for his father. However, it doesn't fit with the actual words that it says that he sent from the good of Mitzrayim. Why not? We don't find that Eretz Mitzrayim was a place that was known for its good wine. This is the good of Mitzrayim. We find, as Rashi brings before in Pashas Lech Lecha, that Eretz Mitzrayim was a place that there was a lot of, of uh, vegetables and other things that were planted there, but not trees and not vineyards and not wine. So what does this mean? That he sends him from the good of Mitzrayim, which is wine? So therefore Rashi says, This Pshat comes from the Gemara. Gemara, of course, is where it explains all the halachas of on. So we understand that this pshat that he sent them old wine, it doesn't fit so well into the words mituv mitzrayim, but kimitzat ha'alochah de kibud av, masamoyi l'shloyach yayin yoshan. 
looking at the kibudah and the honor that he wanted to give his father by giving him these gifts, it would make sense to say that it was old wine. Old wine, as far as food or drink is concerned, old wine is the best beverage that he could send his father to show the honor to his father. So looking at it from the angle of Aloha, we could say that he probably sent him old wine like it says in the Gemara. And Rashi adds a few extra words here to explain this. We find in the Gemara that he sent him the old wine. As I never asked before, why does Rashi have to add the few words? In the case of Stam, Rashi doesn't just write that the good of Mitzrayim is wine. With this Rashi hints to you, he's not translating the words as usual in all in all other places. To actually translate the words mituv mitzrayim that the good of mitzrayim is wine, it's difficult to say so. However, looking more broadly at the whole content of these psukim here, Yosef that he sent them a lot of gifts. There was something over here that he expressed the honor to his father to give him a gift, and therefore, Mitzad, this general content of this psukim, it makes sense that he sent him wine. So, looking at what Yesu was trying to achieve with what he sent to his father, we're concluding, like it says in the Gemara, that it was wine. But not that in the words Tov Mitzrayim, this would fit into the interpretation of those words. And therefore, Rashi, when he brings this pshat, he says, We find this in the Gemara. That the gift that he sent was old wine. And also, as we pointed out, Rashi adds the words, This is what he sent. Because with this we understand not only why he sent them from the best of Mitzrayim, we understand also when it says meaning that Yosef is on his own initiative sending this to his father. That by writing this, we understand, or by the fact that he sent the wine, we can understand why it is that he sent these gifts to his father. So we find this in the Gemara, we find in the Gemara the fact that Yosef sent this even though in the Pshat of the Pasik, in the words Mituv Mitzrayim, it doesn't necessarily fit in. However, we find in the Gemara this idea that looking at it from an angle of Halacha, this is the way you honor your father by sending something which is the best. And therefore, this was, whole, this was the whole thing that Yaisa was trying to accomplish, Shalach to send him something to show him the special honor that he wants to give his father. Ah, However, now that ever will explain why Rashi brings a second Pshat. As we've explained, it doesn't fit into the words mituv mitzrayim. The wine wasn't actually the good things of mitzrayim. Maybe Rashi ate pirish, therefore Rashi brings a second shot. The medrash says that he sent them split beans. We could understand better why it says he sent them from the good of Mitzrayim. This is what grows and plants, and this is from the best of Mitzrayim. This specifically was a very uh, important or a very choshev of food in Mitzrayim. So it's understood why he sent them this. This is from the best that grows in Mitzrayim. This is is something that Rashi doesn't have to explain, like he does in the first shot when it comes to wine. 
so it comes to wine, you start wondering, how does wine come to Mitzrayim? So there Rashi has to explain why he sent the wine. But over here, when it comes to beans, that you understand that beans go, grow in Mitzrayim, and this is from the best that grows in Mitzrayim. So this is the second shot, which fits better in the actual words of Mituv Mitzrayim. But on the other hand, this is only the second shot. This interpretation that Tuv Mitzrayim refers to beans, which is a food, a regular food. So it doesn't fit into the whole context of what's happening here. He was sending this as a gift to show honor to his father. Therefore Rashi brings it only as a second shot. The main shot Rashi brings is He's sending his father something that his father will enjoy. It fits better in with the general context of this parasha that he's sending a gift to his father, as we've explained before. So those are the two pirushim here in Rashi. However, the Rebbe will clarify further the second shot of Rashi. Gam la pirish. Even in the second shot that he sent split beans, it's logical to say that he chose specifically split beans, not only because this is from the good in Mitzrayim, there's something here in the content of the shlichus that he's sending his brothers to his father that Yosef is hinting by sending specifically split beans. And therefore Rashi is precise in quoting this by saying that he's quoting something from the Medrash. But and doesn't use the usual language that Rashi would write, a second shot. We could find a hint in the connection of why Yosef specifically sent the split beans to his father. And the Rebbe has a beautiful shot, what you see in split beans. Explanation is as follows. Yosef knew good and well. They're going to come back and they're going to tell the father that Yosef is still alive. This great news, it'll actually also come along with some pain. Here's where Yaakov is going to figure out and find out what happened to Yosef, that his brother sold him down to Mitzrayim. What kind of a terrible thing we'll find out about. So therefore, Yosef definitely tried as much as possible to prevent or at least minimize the pain of his father when he finds out about this. And even if you're going to say that the brothers did not reveal to Yaakov what happened, how he came down to Mitzrayim. Definitely, this also brings up the pain of all these years, the 22 years that he wasn't with his son Yosef. So that itself will be awakened again, the fact that he missed his son for this such a long period of time. So Yosef made an effort to minimize any pain his father will have when he finds out that he's still alive in Mitzrayim. So now we can say, This is also the reason why Yosef tells them, to tell his father, As appointed me as a master over Mitzrayim. He's telling his father, this is all being happening by the Abishter himself. 
Yosef Enim Israel Klal. And Yosef is saying, Father, I'm not complaining at all. Look, I became a master. The Abishtah placed me in a very good position here. So he's trying to minimize any pain that his father will feel. Coming back now to the beans that Yosef sent, the split beans, shall pull split beans, as a hint here, He's hinting him to understand that he shouldn't be, uh, have any pain about the fact that he was sold to Mitzrayim. And the reason is, these are beans that are split into parts. It's this food, which is split into pieces, is the most special food in Mitzrayim. So what Yosef here is hinting to his father is, Sometimes it could be possible that something will come to a tremendous benefit only after you separate them. Like it is with these beans. And the same is here as well, Yosef is saying to his father. Only through the fact that Yosef was separated. Then they sold him to Mitzrayim and he was separated from the rest of them. Yotzah Teva has brought out the good result of that now I'm here to provide for you the parnasa, the food that you need in this time period. And therefore Yaakov should not be concerned about what happened here, that he was sold to Mitzrayim, because sometimes this is the way things are, that you come to a tremendous Tayelas through separating. And that's what happened here with Yosef that was separated with him from his brothers. So this explains as well, even better, why in this pshat Rashi doesn't explain a reason why Yosef chose specifically these split beans. When Rashi writes that he's quoting this from the Medrash, which is uncharacteristic for Rashi to let you know where he takes his pshat from, Rashi is hinting to you, look into the Medrash, think about this in different terms, or you'll realize that there is a remez here in sending these beans, the split beans, to be meramez to Yaakov, that for the Abish, the Abish has a plan why Yosef had to be separated from his brothers. Beautiful. So this explains, Sai, the two Pirushim and Rashi, why he sent the Yain Yashan, and why, and, and also why he sent the Grisun Shalpul, the split beans. Rashi, we can take out a deeper Indian in the Yain Shalpul of Rashi. There's still a question here. On the Pshat that he sent him old wine. When you send a gift to your friend to show him honor or to give him pleasure, you want to send him something that you know he doesn't have otherwise. So then this is precious and this will cause him pleasure. Over here, for where did Yosef know that Yaakov doesn't have old wine in Eretz Yisrael? If he sends him the split beans, that's food. So in a time of hunger, they didn't have any food, so the, the split beans will be appreciated. But if he sent them old wine, for where did Yosef know that Yaakov will appreciate this? Even in a time of hunger, but the wine he may have still had. So why is Yosef sending him old wine, which would be something which is appreciated because he doesn't have? 
This is also answered based on what Rashi already told us earlier on. They drank and they got drunk with him when they came, when the brothers came to Yosef. So Rashi there says, From the day that he was sold, they never drank wine. And Yosef didn't drink wine either. On that day, when they came to Yosef here in Mitzrayim the second time, they drank with him wine. Hainu meaning, for 22 years. It's understood that if Yosef or his brothers both did not drink wine, they weren't refraining from drinking wine as a means of doing tshuva, because Yosef as well did not drink wine and he didn't have to do tshuva for anything, but rather they didn't drink wine because of the pain of the separation. Most definitely, so Yaakov all this time that was mourning on the loss of his son Yosef did not drink any wine. So if so, it's understood. When Yosef is offering and sending him old wine to drink, it's understood that Yaakov would appreciate this. After 22 years, not drinking any wine. So now based on this, we can give another beautiful reason in the deeper Pshad and Rashi here. Besides what Rashi writes clearly, that older people appreciate old wine. Why is he sending his father old wine? With this, Yosef is hinting to his father Yaakov. Even being in Mitzrayim all of these years, he never lost his betachin in the Yevishter, Sha'od Yisroim Aviv, that he's going to see his father once again. Yes, he did not drink wine all this time, but Yayin, Meshumar Etzlein Meshach Zman Rav. He has wine that he kept all of his time. It was old wine, 22 years old. When the time is going to come, he'll take out the bottle of wine to say Elachayim and to share it with his father. So from this we have a powerful lesson regarding every person in his Aveda. Even when a person is found in a situation where the restrictions and the limitations of the world, which usually by a person, what are they? Whether physical things that are causing a person to become preoccupied and overwhelmed and other things in his environment. They're disturbing a person of serving the Ebeshter. A person should never give up hope. On the contrary. A person should always strengthen himself with his absolute betochen in the Ebeshter. He'll definitely have success, even in his physical matters. And to the, in a way that it should not become any contradiction or any disturbance for fulfilling Taito mitzvahs. Even if a person is found in a situation where things are difficult, but a person should always have the hope that the Abishter is going to help him and make things better for him in a way that will be able to serve Hashem properly. Then there's another lesson here. So the, just like the gifts that Yosef sent to his father, so it was not what, what Pari commanded him to send. This was something that Yosef sent on his own initiative. 
and we don't find that he asked Pari permission to take these things, these extra things from Mitzrayim and send to his father. What does this mean? When it comes to a mitzvah, which is mitzvah's kibudah, to show and express honor to his father, Yosef did not think about what Pari's opinion is. And he's fulfilling the mitzvah with the greatest beauty, with the greatest hither, sending his father all these gifts. And the same is true by every yid. When you have an opportunity to do a mitzvah, do not at all pay attention to any limitations of the world. Grab the opportunity to fulfill the mitzvah in the most beautiful way. And by this kind of behavior, not only will you have success in serving the Ebishter, in learning Torah, and doing mitzvahs, then you'll see success even also in all of your material, physical matters as well.